0: The College Basketball Experience Weekend preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, Winbet is what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a thousand dollar risk-free sports bet. Download the Winbet app now or visit Winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com, and start winning today. We're also brought to you by better fantasy, better fantasy is a new free to play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head to head matchups. Download the app today, or just head over to betterfantasycom slash S G P N that's better fantasy, B E T T O R fantasy.com slash S G P N. We're also brought to you by so bet sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at sobetio slash S G P N that's sobetio slash S G P N. And of course, you're brought to you by us, the SGPN app. Yes, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Hey,
1: this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circa Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride.
0: Welcome to the College Basketball Experience weekend preview show for Friday, January 14th, Saturday, January 15th, and even Sunday, January 16th. My name is Colby Swigga, DantaBase aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a Nobody pic. knows
1: nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price but no one touches Dundee. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, oh yes! I went five and one ATS on my locks on on Wednesday, Thursday. I'm currently sweating because I'm down 0-2, but there's a bunch of action out there. So I it's, we're recording this early, so I can't really say uh, <laughs> what what my record was from the previous day. But if you got the SGPN app, then you will know, or if you follow me on Twitter at
1: dcolebd, uh you I- will know. My name is the Law when I strike my vengeance down upon thee. <laughs> and if you're wondering Sorry. who that is, fiction there.
0: that is uh, that is our guest, uh, I, I, our regular guest. that is give it up for the rooftop IPA, drinking home brew, making tobacco road, living the free lock given former, former Herndon basketball league, MVP, give it up for NC Nick in
1: the place to be guest. What have I been demoted? I'm I'm one of the uh, cornerstones of this uh, Three Musketeers here. Now I'm just a guest. Uh, your picks, uh, <laughs> you
0: you you talked me off the wall with Western Carolina against uh, Chattanooga. <laughs> you and Patty C. Well,
1: what, so what's funny about that game? So Western Carolina has really stunk the last couple of weeks, and right like two hours before the game, I hear that there's I think second leading scorer is transferring out. So apparently that was addition by subtraction. Maybe that guy was a cancer. Mm. And maybe, you know, with him gone, they kind of circled the wagons and not and not only do they cover, they as well, like a what a twelve point, thirteen point dog, they they out, they, they beat Chattanooga. Yes, yes.
0: Now uh, to to answer your pulp fiction, uh Samuel Jackson line. The evidence has been falsified. It's impossible. I never broke the law. I am the law. <laughs> Little
1: Judge Dredd Stallone. You know, I thought it was Judge Dread, but I didn't want to commit to it because I wasn't positive. But <laughs> I hear you; I'm tracking you. Um, so look, here we are.
0: Um, and by the way, I think Chattanooga actually missed their leading score. there. It's to help, that will help you out. I think the leading score had contact tracing or COVID. I don't fucking know. One of those things. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, currently, I think uh, my lock record's about to improve because I do have Sam
1: Houston State, but it's but, but it's early. It's early. Well, yesterday I was four. I was in at four and one. I go to bed. I'm on the East coast with Utah Valley up double digits. And I'm like, boom, it's going to be a nice five and one day. And I wake up, look, I check the scores and I see they lost. I don't know what happened there. They folded like a cheap tent (laughs) and four and two. So not bad, but five and one would have been a lot better. dude. If Utah Valley covers,
0: I would have been six and O ATS on my locks. So subscribe to the college basketball experience. Also remember to subscribe to the college football experience. We talk college football year round over there. We talk college basketball year round over here.
1: And before we get into Friday's games, I'm currently watching my guys. The Grizzlies Oakland is up 4 I'm getting plus two over your boys, Cleveland state here. That's looking really good for me. That's one of my locks. Hey, 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 games, Cleveland States, my boys, but I took Oakland.
0: There you go. I locked it. There you go. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, well, let's, let's hop into it. Friday night slate, by the way, I mean, I guess we should recap a little bit of what happened today. I mean, Texas tech, can we talk about the red Raiders? I know we, we alluded to this with uh, Patty C on the show and, and yourself, but Mark Adams now three, or like, I mean, this team's red hot,
1: look, yeah, look. D- dude. I mean, two huge wins in a row, especially down one of their best players. It's uh, it's been fun to watch. Been, I mean, been it, the big 12 is crazy. You know, there, there's so many good teams there and there's, there's no bad teams. Uh, but two great wins in a row. It'll be, it'll be fun to see how far Mark Adams can take these guys.
0: Yeah. And at the same time, Butler up 16 on the road at, yeah, bulldog like them Georgetown, hoes, the, at Georgetown. I don't know <laughs> if that came through that clear <laughs> <laughs> that is outcast. Um, look, Butler's up 16 on Georgetown. I know Patrick Ewing couldn't coach because of the, uh, the, the COVID I think, but uh,
1: uh, he's going to be fired right. End of the year. <laughs> man, it's looking like that might be the case. Uh, yeah. C- coaches just can't be that tall. When's the last time you saw a good seven <laughs> foot tall coach. <laughs> okay. I like <laughs> this logic. <laughs> I like this logic.
0: Who, who else? I mean, magic Johnson tried coaching. He tried being uh, a general I mean,
1: manager too. <laughs> Larry Christovia well. He was about six, eight. He was solid. <laughs> Mark Pope is about six, nine. He's doing pretty good but really you can't be seven foot. <laughs> I, I am very Now I'm
0: going down a rabbit hole in my brain to try to think of a very tall head. Phil Jackson was really tall though. Right?
1: He was like six, 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 seven. I think. <laughs> right. Not, not like, you know, I mean tall, but not, not crazy tall. Um, I don't know, man. I think maybe you're right. I, I did
0: a comedy show once in uh, Manhattan beach, California, where Phil Jackson was at the show. Now I don't know. I'm not good on, on judging height. But he seemed like six eight six nine to me, if I had to guess. Mm.
1: You know who was a really good coach? WNBA was Bill Ambeer.
0: Well, I mean, look, that, that was the one I did not see coming. If you had told me, <laughs> <laughs> if you had told me in nineteen eighty nine while we were watching the Bad Boys, if Bill Ambeer was going to end up coaching women.
1: Uh, Yeah, seriously. I mean, he seems like like a—he seemed like a total asshole. So like, (laughs) you wouldn't—you wouldn't think anybody would want to play for him. But and then he wanted to get into the NBA, but I think he was kind of blackballed just because of the the type player he was. Maybe rightfully so.
0: Well, I mean, Jordan and David Stern had those uh, love affair. Um,
1: By the way, six eight is Phil Jackson. Is he that tall? Six eight. Well, still, I mean, not that seven foot—you can't coach.
0: (laughs) Uh, all right, well let's uh let's hop into Friday. Friday slate's always kind of light. Saturdays is big. Uh we will get to some of the biggest games of the weekend uh starting off Friday afternoon. Nebraska at Purdue. Nebraska is getting 20 points, Nick. 20 points. I know this isn't one of the bigger games, but I think it's too many points. I mean, call me crazy.
1: I think Purdue's counterfeit you know, Purdue started off, let's just talk ATS. Okay. Purdue started off six and one ATS. They were, they were looking very, very good. Uh, but in their last eight games, they're just one in seven. And they've also lost a couple of those games. Meanwhile, Nebraska. Yeah. I mean, they are the, probably the bottom the, the worst team in the big 10, uh, but they've been starting to show some signs of at least, you know, hanging close with like the likes of uh, Ohio state, Michigan. Fighting a lion eye, they are four and one ATS over their last five. And I agree. I think 20 points is too much. Um, there's always a chance that Nebraska just lays a clunker and like Purdue wins by 35 or something. So I'm not going to lock up the Cornhuskers, but I think 20 is too much. I think, uh, Purdue wins by like 12 or 14 or something.
0: Yeah. I, I, that's what I was thinking too. Something right along there. Um, Buffalo, Ball State, decent game in the MAC, but uh, I think Buffalo is going to roll there.
1: I'm trying to find the line on this at the moment, but um, because I it's Buffalo minus five, I think I saw Buffalo minus six and a half. I think you
0: go Bulls. Ball State's not as good as they were a year ago. I think Buffalo's right in the ship in the MAC. I'm going to lay the six and a half.
1: I'm going to go Ball State, I think. I think Ball State's five and one at home, with their only loss being a one pointer to Kent State. I think they can do enough to cover here. I mean, Buffalo had some nice, they have some nice road wins on the season, like North Texas and Western and Western Kentucky, but that was like back in early December. Since then they haven't been playing as well of late. So uh, I think I'll take ball state to cover, but definitely don't feel great about it.
0: Um, We got, we got Monmouth at St. Peter's. I know St. Peter's is just three and six, but I actually think they're decent. They, they've had COVID breaks. I think twice. Uh, this is the team that lost to VCU at VCU by three. Um, I know I don't uh, really have a line on this one at the moment, but uh,
1: this is a game where I have not seen a line, so it's tough to oh say. Oh no, I got I it. I
0: got it. Monmouth minus five and a half.
1: I'm all over Monmouth. Me too. Monmouth is Monmouth is the best team in the country against the spread. Twelve and one over ninety percent. Uh, they got that senior George Pappas, the guard leads the team in scoring. They also have uh Seton Hall transfer Shavar Reynolds and UNC transfer Walker Miller. Uh, I think Monmouth is is probably the class of the Metro Atlantic, maybe. Whoa, well, uh, I, I think them and Iona are gonna be oh, great, I definitely great. Throw, definitely throw Iona in there, but I'm all over Monmouth at minus five, definitely.
0: Do you know who the head coach is at Monmouth? Who is it? King Rice, former North ah, Carolina point right. guard.
1: Um, Maybe that's that pipeline that uh, convinced Walker Miller, that old former Tar Heel to come over. I think so.
0: Uh, Manhattan, the Jaspers are at uh, Iona. This is on Friday and Iona let me down. Didn't cover the last time uh, they stepped on the court as they actually needed to come from behind to beat Fairfield. Manhattan's eight and three don't look now, but the Jaspers are pretty solid. They're catching 15. So I'm going to tell you this, Nick, I have a Metro Atlantic athletic conference a uh, parlay that you could do here but i am Ooh. going to uh i'm going to lock up monmouth i'm going to lock up manhattan getting 15 unless there's some covid issues i don't know why this line is so big manhattan's decent
1: i like both of them iona's definitely the better team you know maybe Iona mad over that loss to fairfield last time out um I think Iona definitely wins this, but 15 is too much. I I'll say that I think I like the other game better, but I'm not gonna lock up Manhattan. But I mean, it's it's definitely fringe lock worthy because 15 is too much. I agree.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just think that unless they have some players out from COVID, which could be, and it's starting to get like that, where it's a pain in the ass to try to make sure you're up to date on 360 teams. But yeah. Um one of the bigger games in the Atlantic 10 all season, probably VCU heads to St. Bonaventure. Like I think VCU is playing great ball right now. They're getting ACE Baldwin back. They got Sahonas, the the, uh, the transfer from uh, Washington, mixed, Vince Williams, another yeah. baller. Yeah. Mixed to wins in with some, uh, some, some, some solid veterans from a year ago. Um, I'm going to take a shot on VCU. What are you doing?
1: Yeah, definitely. And they're winners of seven straight. They have the third best adjusted defense in the country and uh, the bodies. I don't know what is going on in Western New York right now. We expected a lot better from them this year uh, before Christmas, they lost uh, their first two games or first games before Christmas, including 86 to 49 against Virginia tech. And then they just needed overtime to beat a bad LaSalle team. Yeah. I mean, the bodies have the talent to, to get up, especially at home against anybody. But I just think right now, I mean, the hotter team is VCU It's hard not to pick VCU. So and I'm going up my, my guys from Richmond
0: and they're deep, whether it's uh, Levi Stockard or, or Keyshawn Curry, uh, the whole VCU team is impressive to me. So I am going to take VCU. I think it's one of the best games on the, on the slate here. But I got just
1: if I could just update you with our North Texas minus three lock. Yeah. They just won by four.
0: Boom! Yes! All right, that's why you listen to the college basketball experience. All right, we got some other this is a pretty decent Friday, actually, for a light slate. Akron is at Kent State. That's a pretty big game in the in. I mean, Akron's uh, Kent State's laying a point and a half, so Akron's getting a point and a half. I think Akron's the better team. I'm gonna take Akron, and uh, I'm gonna ride the money line as well.
1: I'm locking up Akron. I mean, just within the last five games, Kent State has lost at home to Central Michigan and Northern Illinois. Those are those are two maybe the two worst teams in the MAC. Akron swept Kent State last year. I think they, they're just the better team. Give me the Zips. You, you sold me. Let's do it. Let's do it.
0: Ride the Akron Zips. I'm still mad that they didn't, they didn't pull that upset against Ohio state opening night where Ohio state made a bu- Zed key made a buzzer beater to beat the, uh, the zips. But uh, yeah, I think, I think we got to lock this one up. I think it just makes too much. I get it. Ken state's a weird team though, man. They've had moments where they come up speaking on the uh, Pulp Fiction theme. Uh, Zed is dead. <laughs> That's true. Zed's dead baby. Um, yeah. So I am locking up the Akron zips. Next up we got Davidson at Richmond. This is a AJ giga- so the, the the A10 Friday night slate between VCU and St. Bonaventure
1: and Davidson at Richmond. Those could be the top 4 teams in the A10. Definitely. And I, I and I love the Friday night games where yeah, and there's a couple of Big 10 matchups, but pretty much it's it's open. There's only what like 10-15 games or something. So why not put some of those, you know, premier A10 matchups on ESPN on a Friday night? I like it.
0: I like it too. Um, I'm trying to find a line right now on this one, but uh, I got uh,
1: Davidson. I think they're favored here. Davidson, no, no, Davidson plus one.
0: Uh, I think Davidson's going to beat them. I think they're they're a better coach team, and I think at the end of the day, I get it. Richmond's a veteran team. This is an awesome game, actually. This is an awesome game because Richmond does play much better at home as opposed to on the road.
1: Um, I'm going to ride Davidson. I don't love it. But it seems like we talk about Richmond every week here. We just can't trust the spiders. They're so inconsistent. I mean at their talent and experience, they should not be losing at home to St. Joe's by 27. Yeah. Which, what, what, that just happened on December 30th. <laughs> yeah,
0: so, you got a text in the middle of the day that I go, "What the fuck, man? I I, I I have no feel on Richmond." Like one game they look great and I'm like, "Oh, they're going to make a run to the NCAA tournament." The next game they lose to LaSalle or something.
1: It's like, right. "What's going on?" Yeah. Meanwhile, Davidson's won 12 in a row. Uh, the backcourt of a a Foster Lawyer, the Michigan State transfer Michael Jones, and then the guard forward uh, Hung Hung Jung Lee, if I got that right. Yeah. Uh the Davidson is a top ten ATS team in the country. They have a win, money line win over Bam on the road. Bob McKillop, the second best. Bob McKillop's the man. I love him. Uh, go ahead. I love.
0: I mean, I love, how can you fade Bob McKillop? I think Davidson is one of my favorite teams in the country. Look, yeah, look, I mean,
1: Richmond could win this game here. I I, I tread lightly betting this, but if you're just picking the game, I don't see how you can't have faith in Richmond because you don't know what spider team is going to show up. So give me Davidson.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Michigan is at Illinois. This is an awesome game. Uh, Hunter Dickinson against Kofi Coburn. Appealing. Michigan's getting nine and a half in Champaign. I'm going to take the nine and a half. And I thought about locking this.
1: I'm taking the nine and a half. I will say, I mean, you know, going to Champaign is not usually where a team gets right, and Michigan does need to get right. You know, after losing their last two road games on the road, I mean, Rutgers by eight, uh, UCF by fourteen. So that line is, you know, placed kind of maybe where it should be here. Uh, and you know, for Michigan, they're just not as good as a team as they were last year, or they're All, young, they're you know, super young. They, yeah, they are. They're super young, but yeah, the newcomers aren't performing as expected right now. That's the freshman Houston and, and uh, Diabate, and also the transfer from coastal Carolina. Devonte Jones is struggling, you know, Illinois, they still have Curbelo out with an injury. He's only played four games this year. I think Illinois probably wins, but it's a little too high for me. I do expect Michigan to start playing a little bit better. So uh, yeah, give me the Wolverines to cover.
0: All right, and then we got uh, the nightcap: Fresno State at UNLV. UNLV just destroyed New Mexico. Nice win for Kevin Kruger. Uh I want Fresno State here. I think Fresno State's got a talented team, but this should be a, a pretty decent game. Uh, yeah, same here. I'm sorry, I don't love
1: UNLV's a one point favorite. I, I didn't yeah. tell. You. Yeah.
0: So what are you doing yep. here? Uh,
1: On the road, I don't love it, Um, and I'll I'll be honest with you. I haven't watched either team play this year, but Fresno appears to have the better roster, so I will go with uh, Fresno State. Yeah.
0: Did we just agree on every single game? No, except Uh, Buffalo and Ball State was the lone one we disagreed. Wow, is that it? Jeez, (laughs) (laughs) great minds think alike. There you go. All right, let's hop on over to Saturday. But before we get to Saturday, I want to tell the folks out there that the College Basketball Experience Daily Show. Is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and, f- and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app today. All right. Saturday is just loaded. You got the NFL playoffs going on, right? Where they added a playoff game. So on Monday night, we have a, uh, a playoff I- game. Maybe maybe some other leagues should add playoff games. Yeah, like like college football. Hello, oh, McFly. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> um, but this 9 a.m. slate is pretty fire. Let's let's get right into it. Creighton is at Xavier. I'm wondering if this game is going to happen because Creighton had their game canceled uh, a couple of days ago. Um, but if if it, this game
1: does take place,
0: we don't have a line on this. But Xavier needs this win. I'm going to yeah. take Xavier. I wonder what that number will be.
1: Yeah. I mean, these teams play each other twice within the next coming weeks. You know, this one is, is at is at Xavier. Then obviously they go to Creighton in about, you know, 13 days or something. I do think Xavier is the better team. You know, Ken Palm, will, will say the same thing. They're 20th in Ken Palm where Creighton is 56th we have been impressed with Creighton so far and, and the way they're coming out here at 10, you know, 10 and four start. We didn't we did not expect that, but on the road, I do think Xavier is tough to beat, especially losing a couple games. So uh, as long as the spread isn't anything crazy, I mean, what do you think? Like six or eight,
0: I was thinking like six, seven,
1: yeah, I wouldn't go anything over 7 or 8, but um, I think Xavier gets the win. I think probably by that 6 or, or 8 range. With Villanova sweeping Xavier, is that sealing up the uh the Big East? Probably. I mean, not only did they sweep Xavier, but you know, they just beat Creighton 75 to 41. But they split. January. They the did 5th. split.
0: Because they played Creighton a couple of weeks before, true in Omaha, true.
1: and Creighton won that game by twenty. So yeah, yeah. good point. Um, but yeah, I think Villanova is going to win the the, the uh, Big East definitely.
0: For a second there, it was looking like Xavier and Providence. I guess Providence is still in the mix too. Um, when it comes down to it, though, like who do you believe in? Yeah, uh, I'm going Nova all day. Northwestern is at Michigan State. Michigan State needed a buzzer beater to beat Minnesota the other night. I'm taking Northwestern in the points. I think Northwestern is better than their record actually. They lost ah. in double overtime to Maryland. Whatever this numbers at, I feel like it'll we'll be at 10, 11. Give me the Wildcats in the points.
1: Yeah, I think I probably agree with you. I mean, Northwestern, they are losers of four straight. It seems like they do this every year. Um, most of those games were close, including the double overtime loss to Maryland that you mentioned. Uh, they did just play each other on January the 2nd and Michigan State won on the road by 6. So therefore you would probably assume this is going to be about a 10 point spread. I like Northwestern to keep it close. Give me the points. I agree.
0: Yeah. And then Seton hall, Seton hall lost to DePaul tonight. That is, I I, I should have keyed in on this. That is a huge win for DePaul. Yeah. They DePaul finally, went, they, they, they are yeah. back, right? I, well, I said this, they went nine and one at a conference. And then when conference play started, they had their chances in the St. John's game. And then one other game, I think it was, they got blown out by Providence blown out by Marquette might've been the Nova game that they were hanging around. Um, but I knew they needed to get one of those like five or six first starters and, and getting the, the Seton hall win, I think might give this team some confidence. That's a gigantic win for the blue demons. Keep an eye on them as they move forward. So Seton hall kind of uh, hitting a tough, tough, uh, I mean, I guess what they got that overtime win against UConn. That was huge. Now they go to Marquette. We touched on this last week. Shaka Smart's got a team that I think is going to be in the NCAA tournament. The way that they beat DePaul, the way that they beat Georgetown last weekend, the Golden Eagles are uh, are definitely
1: uh, doing something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you had had to play that. You had to play that, you jackass. Uh, Marquette's really good at home and you know, they do have three straight double digit wins in the big East. I mean, that is an accomplishment in of itself. Granted two of the teams was DePaul, Georgetown, kind of the bottom of the league, but still, you know, the big East is strong top to bottom, at least, you know, the, like we said, Georgetown to Paul there's talent there. Okay. So uh, give them credit. I don't know. I mean, I, I do think Marquette I think you probably ride with the home team here. It's going to be a short spread. I don't know, even know, who, I guess Seton hall by a couple, maybe, or maybe even Marquette by a couple, it's going to be a very short spread here. I would lean on just taking the home team.
0: Watch it. Daryl Morsel played play a good ball. Jamal Lewis. I mean,
1: look, you know, who, well, hold on, hold, hold on. You know, who's coming on for, for Seton hall, a guy I mentioned last year when he was a true freshman at Syracuse, Kadari Richmond, mm, mm. he just dropped 27 on Yukon career high. The guy has never scored in the twenties before. Dropped 27, granted, overtime games, so a few more minutes. But that guy is just scratching the surface on how good he can be. And he's only a sophomore. And I guess if COVID didn't even count last year, he might still have three more years of eligibility. So watch out for uh, Kadari Richmond in the coming years. But this should be a close game. It's it's Big East, man. All these games are fun.
0: Kadari Richmond, though, last week against uh, UConn, looking the part. Get me on the court and I'm troubled. Last week, messed around and got a triple double.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a great line. One
0: of the best because I, Ice Cube, uh, you know, counting his stats in street ball. <laughs> got to appreciate that.
1: Gotta- hey, uh, you know, we we used to do that and we used to play <laughs> football. We had a thing when we were kids, like, you know, not even teenagers, like 10, 12 year olds. We had a league we called Night Football, which we, we lived next to an elementary school and their, their blacktop, their, their parking lot was, was lit up and yeah. we would play football at night there and we would keep stats. <laughs> That's true. Uh, there's
0: probably some jaded stats. Boy, would I like to get my hands on, uh, on a copy of those I, stats? I want to
1: see my passing numbers here. Cause I used to be a pretty good <laughs> uh, backyard quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, but ice cube, hilarious, hilarious rap. Uh, I met ice cube. Nice guy. Nice human being. Uh, all right, let's, let's go forward. Uh, Texas Tech. Can they continue this, Nick? Mark Adams heading to Manhattan, Kansas. K State's had some unfortunate luck, I feel like, lately. Tough Close loss games. to TCU, but they they've had depleted rosters, depleted coaching staffs. Texas Tech had K State. Any chance for the upset?
1: I think there's a chance K state covers this, you know, it might be a little bit of a, of a letdown game for Texas tech, Manhattan, Kansas is not the easiest place to go in and get a W. Uh, Yeah. You might look at K state losing four in a row here, but it was a two point loss at Oklahoma, a three point loss at West Virginia with with no, with, with no one too with a, with a depleted (laughs) roster, three point loss to TCU. Um, Yeah. I think, I think K state can keep it close here. I think, Texas tech here is probably, it's all like situational, right? If,
0: if K state was to end up on the bubble, you think the committee would take, you know, take that uh, little nugget there and say, well, look, a lot of their losses came when they had like a seven man roster. And not only that, they didn't even have their head coach. They had like (laughs) one coach
1: traveling with them. Let's be honest. If you, if you took away the state part, if it was Kansas on the bubble with those problems, they would take it under consideration. Yeah. It's just crazy. With, since, since, since it's Kansas state. No, they probably won't K state. Kansas, Kansas State's a really good team. Or not a really good team. They're a solid team this year and you better watch out for them, especially at home. But I don't think they make the tournament K state. I mean, though, come on. The entire big 12 is not going to make it. I mean, they probably should though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, K state
0: though uh, is a team that remember they got depleted shout out to Kansas state because they play no matter what remember when they were using wide receivers as defensive backs and they beat Lincoln Riley in 2020. Yeah. Like they, they just say, Oh, okay. We're down players. We're still playing. (laughs) I I love it. I could, I could admire that Um, Dayton
1: at Duquesne and their fans, their fans are cool as shit too. They're heavy drinkers.
0: Yeah. We partied with them in Austin Um, Dayton at Duquesne. I expect Dayton to roll. How about Florida? Can we talk about the Gators? the Gators, are, they're in a tough spot. They're coming to Columbia, South Carolina. You know, Florida has, has really hit a tough patch. They have lost three in a row and they've lost, uh, I would say, what is it? Five of the last eight. And those, the, the, the only three wins were against North Florida, South Florida and Stony Brook. They have losses mm. to Texas, Southern Maryland, Alabama, Auburn LSU. This is a big game in Columbia, South Carolina, Saturday morning
1: it is. And, and for some reason I keep on giving them the benefit of the doubt, thinking that they're going to turn it around. They are zero and three in the sec right now. I still think they probably beat South Carolina. I do too, but South Carolina has been a weird They're kind of like K state. I know Frank Martin came over
0: there, but they were depleted for a while. Um, I think I'm going to go Gators here, but, but uh, it is a tricky game. It's a tricky game. I wonder yeah. what that line will be.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't really don't have a good feel for what this line will be. I mean, South Carolina has a better overall record. They have a better sec record, but Florida obviously has the name and people assume or expect Florida to be the better team. So I, th- I still think Florida's favored, right? I do. I think probably by, by like, like five, f- five or six or yeah. something. I would guess. Yeah. I, th- I think, I think I want to ride Gators there. Assuming that they get it right eventually.
0: It's a huge game, though, if you're a Florida fan or even a South Carolina Definitely. fan. Um, we got uh, VMI at the Citadel. I know you're excited about that in the SOCON.
1: <laughs> Citadel, the Citadel just took down uh, UNC Greensboro. I, I, I was locking up UNCG. They were up at least three quarters of that game. Somehow they blow it, they blow the cover. So nice win by Citadel. I, I took
0: the Citadel on the money line too. So next time you need to talk SoCon basketball, give me a phone well, call. Well, First, right?
1: first off, Citadel's favored, so like money <laughs> line. I mean, right? It wasn't. No, I thought they were getting three, right? Oh, you're right. I think yeah. it was UNCG minus three. Never mind. You're right. Um,
0: Tennessee is at Kentucky Saturday morning. Um, this is one Kentucky's kind of fraudulent. I
1: feel like, but same with Tennessee. What are you doing here? So really, the health of Salvier Wheeler, the uh, Kentucky point guard, is huge. Uh, I mean, Tennessee has the second best defense in the country. They're sixth best in the country at forcing turnovers. If you don't have your point guard, that's not a good situation to be in. Uh, you know. Meanwhile, Kentucky, they better take care of some home wins because their their uh, road journey here is about to start here. The rest of January road games at A and at Auburn, at Kansas.
0: Tennessee has Tough. a
1: little stretch.
0: Tennessee, Tennessee hasn't won a road game since in Boulder, Colorado on uh, December 4th,
1: right? Tennessee is much better at home as well. And uh, I think we do have a, a fade, uh, uh, Rick bar- Barnes, fade, fade yeah. barns
0: and big games. I'm going, I'm going Kentucky. What do I, you think this line will be?
1: I think I'm with you. Um, Kentucky minus two, Kentucky minus three. Um, it might be a lock for me. You think so? You're that confident? Hey, Kentucky came through against Vandy for me. I mean, don't you have to see the health of Wheeler? True. Very true. He so, did not play versus Vanderbilt and we uh, still covered. yesterday or a couple days ago. And we still covered that was a lock that I yes. had
0: minus seven. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. Uh, but still with, with, with as good as that Tennessee defense is, I feel a lot better with the point guard plan. Um, we will
0: see. That is a great game. Uh, NC state is at Duke. Is Shire back or is that I mean sorry is Coach K uh, back or is Shire coaching?
1: I, I would assume Coach K is gonna be back. Uh but I mean he wasn't really expected to miss the Wake Force game until a couple hours before it was, you know, I got maybe the five or six hours before, before they drove, you know, an an hour and a half to Winston Salem. But uh yeah, so I expect Coach K to be back. What do you think this one 9 Nine, ten? That's a thing here. I mean, you know, it's at home, it's back at Cameron. And uh, if I could talk about Duke here for a second, I am the Duke guy. The emergence of AJ Griffin is huge for them. He was hurt most of his senior year in high school. He was banged up to begin this season. He just got his first start. He's a true freshman, highly recruited, Uh, just got his first start versus wake last night. He put up 22 points on eight of 11 shooting three for five from three. Uh, He makes Duke a different team. Uh, he's 6'6, six, six, 225 and just he has a smoky, a silky smooth game with a, a wet jump shot. Uh, he makes Duke very interesting. I do think Duke is probably about 10 point favored over NC State. And NC State's playing better ball right now. And for some reason NC State is always kind of fucked with Duke, especially well not, well, not especially in Durham, just regardless of where they play, including at Durham. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of torn on this. I mean if Duke plays up to their potential, I think they can cover the spread, but I was on NC state. I locked it up plus seven at Louisville and they won money line. There you so go. I might take the points here. What do you think? I
0: think I take the points, man. We've seen NC state do it against Virginia tech. We saw them do it against Louisville. I get it. Duke's better than those teams, but I'll take the points. Uh, if it, I mean, considering what that number is, if it's nine or 10, I'm on NC state, if it's seven, I think I might lean Duke, um, yeah. but we will see. Um, Arkansas has been one of the more disappointing teams in the SEC in the nation. Really, they are at LSU, and LSU. I know you wrote an article over at Sports Gathering Podcast with the uh, top college basketball teams. ATS. Will Wade <laughs> a, at LSU. He might be handing out bags of cash, but hey, who cares? Um, now everyone's doing it. Uh, the old bag dropper. It's working for him. We got to go beat next week. We take it one game at a time. Congratulations. Go Tigers. You You taking LSU there, I think I'm going to take LSU.
1: What, what that depends well, what that line is. So LSU is the number one defense in the country. They are 10. And 0 ATS at home. And I don't know if you heard this, but I apparently Musselman got into like a, a car accident or something. Do you hear that? I, I, and he's out the next two games. I think I read. Uh, it, it, yeah, I, I didn't hear why. I guess it was like a, a shoulder or something, so I'm guessing it was Ho- a, a, hopefully car accident. It wasn't
0: a motorcycle <laughs> with, with, with an intern on the back. Arkansas
1: has a history of that, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this this, the, they elected to not do the press conference. They had, they had the neck brace ready,
1: right? They elected <laughs> to not do
0: it, but uh, I would imagine this will be 10 points. The
1: line, I think LSU can win by double digits too. So I would say, go ahead and lay the points.
0: Yeah. I think, I think you might be right. Uh, another SoCon UNC Greensboro Mercer. I mean the SoCon
1: who do you, who's the best team you think? Chattanooga? Well, I mean, not last night, right? <laughs> the catamounts from Coloey just took him down. It's a great conference, man. I, it I actually, always is. Always is. Definitely. Like the like, Wofford's
0: ten and seven. Western Carolina's eight and nine. They're they're scheduling off. That they're they're not that far apart. UNC and Greensboro's ten and five. Mercer's eight and seven. I feel like they're all the same. And these are awesome games. Like,
1: I think Mercer just had a big win. Was it last night or was it tonight? They they smoked somebody.
0: I and I believe uh yeah uh no Mercer lost to Furman by 15
1: last Saturday. Uh, okay, I think they they either played I think they they might have played tonight meaning Thursday night. I think they got a big win tonight. Oh yeah, but, they did against uh, VMI, against VMI. Oh yeah, yeah, VMI is a solid team also. Yeah, all of them. I mean, that's what I'm saying, the whole conference is good. So I kind of think UNCG's a little bit better than Mercer, but Mercer's quality and they're at home. I don't know. UNCG burned me today. Maybe I jump on Mercer. There you go.
0: App State's at Coastal Carolina. They played in Boone tonight and App State one by one. Coastal Carolina covered the three points. I, who'd you take in that game?
1: I took App. I took Coastal. So
0: I got, You're lucky. You're lucky. I, I mean, come win. on. I
1: mean, a three point spread <laughs> and they cover but lose. I mean, come on.
0: And then, so now they're going down to Conway. That's this a, is a big pretty, game in the Sun Belt.
1: I wonder. Is that scheduled on purpose, or is that like a COVID, you know, move around or something? I Might mean, because be, why would you do that? Yeah, yeah, right next. To, yeah, I don't know. But you have to favor Coastal to get some revenge at home if the game was that close in Boone, right? I agree. I agree.
0: West Virginia is on the road in Lawrence, Kansas. Kansas needed a buzzer beater against Iowa State. I was on the wrong side of that. And the game before that, Kansas lost at Texas Tech without their top two players little bit of concern going on there. Uh, I know Remy Martin didn't play in the Iowa State game, but could West Virginia come in
1: there and steal the dub? I don't know. I, I think West Virginia. I mean, they're sitting at thirteen and two. Ain't hey, nothing wrong with that. No one's uh, talking about them. No one. Right. No one's talking about them. Uh, I mean, you know, they just that that game against Texas where they lost by fifteen. They were missing a couple starters. So you know, so so throw that game out the window. Meanwhile, Kansas is struggling a little bit here, but it's a long road trip to Lawrence. Uh, Kansas was out rebounded by 10 against Texas tech, which was very surprising. Kansas is the much bigger team and to get out rebounded. I just, I don't understand that, but going back to West Virginia, their only other loss of the season was that neutral site game against Marquette back in November. So. They've been rolling. They have wins over UConn, over UAB, a very a good UAB squad. Yeah. And then they just beat K-State and Oklahoma State at home. I think they can give this game close. That's what uh, I'm saying.
0: Morgan. I'm going to take West Virginia in the points. I know it's in Lawrence, it's not in Morgantown, but 7 or 8 points, you think? You think Kansas is laying 7 or 8? Yeah. I bet what it's going to be like a point or two less than the
1: NC State Duke line. That's fair. I think I like WVU too. I mean, I, I don't feel great about it. It's not lockworthy if you ask me cuz I think Kansas could always bounce back. They have enough talent on that team, especially yeah. at home. But I would lean on taking the points, I think. What about Rutgers at
0: Maryland Rutgers? I was on Penn state beating Rutgers in uh, state college. Rutgers is a terrible team on the road.
1: If you look at own five ATS on the road. Yeah.
0: They're horrible on the road. Maryland goes on the road, gets a double overtime win against Northwestern. I, I think they're playing better for Dan, Danny Manning. I'm going to take Maryland in college park, whatever that line is. I'm probably four, three,
1: four, five. Yeah. It's not going to be a whole lot. I think I would tend to agree. The funny thing here is that Maryland has one of the worst home ATS records. They are only two and eight ATS at home, which is surprising because back in the ACC days, college park was nasty. You did not want to go into college park. I mean, fans were like throwing batteries at, you know, opposing teams, parents and stuff. It was a hostile environment. I, for sure. I sure do miss those days. They were fun. They were <laughs> a lot of fun. You know, uh, when uh, as a Duke fan, when Jason Williams hit like three, three, oh, that was and a like, wild game. Wild came back game. by yeah. like like they they were down nine under a minute came back and won that was a great freaking game here but I think I tend to agree go Terps in this one um, this is actually a huge game that no one's talking about
0: SMU is at Tulane have you have you seen the Tulane is is actually playing pretty good ball right now huge win at Wichita they're, they only Wichita have-
1: was down two starters.
0: They only have one loss in conference. So Tulane beat Cincinnati at Cincinnati. They they took they took care of South Florida, they took care of Wichita, they took care of Memphis. They're 4 and 1 in the AAC. Ron Hunter has this team believing. Even the one loss was it overtime ECU. to ECU. It was ECU. an overtime, <laughs> yes. Um they're at home hosting SMU. I'm taking Tulane. They're probably going to be a dog.
1: Yeah, they should be a dog. I mean, SMU is 12 and four, Tulane is seven and seven. Uh, SMU is playing pretty good ball too, though. You know, they didn't cover against South Florida. We, that, I think that line was at 14. They won by 12. I knew that it was going to be somewhere in that range there, but SMU also beat UCF pretty handily uh, not too long ago. I tend to agree though. If I'm going to have a home dog here, I think Tulane's a, a nice a home dog that has some bite in them. So uh, if I'm getting like six, seven points, something like that, dude, green wave, the green wave.
0: It's easy to see a tide turn. Ron Hunter doing the damn thing. Texas is at Iowa state. Iowa state's lost at the, they lost at the buzzer to Kansas. They lost at Oklahoma two games skid. They're back in Ames. They're hosting Texas. I think Iowa state's going to win this game. Give me the cyclones in Ames. I wonder what that line will be
1: dude, Texas. I can't get it. I I cannot get a, a read on them you know, they just, they they went out there and whipped uh, Oklahoma game before that. They lost at Oklahoma state. Yeah. Got I one, mean they have.
0: They were it. before that Oklahoma game. I want to say they were winless in tier one games.
1: Yeah. They have all the talent in the world. Obviously with all those new pieces over there, it's taken beard a while to kind of, to fit, you know, who's going to start, what role is every player going to play? Iowa State's also a tricky place to play at. So, at least I think I'm going to take the points. Iowa State is ranked number 15 in the country. That is pretty crazy. Most people did not expect that. I mean, Iowa State and Kansas State were projected at the bottom of the Big 12. Uh, yeah, once again, if I got a home dog here, I think this is, uh, I think you love home dogs and conference play here. And this was one that could potentially win this money line.
0: 100%. Um- uh just got a key on this really fast. It's I think it's two of the better Ivy League schools. Brown at Princeton. Princeton's currently in first place. I think Brown's like
1: third or fourth. Um tricky game in the Ivy League. Who are you leaning in? Princeton? I tell you what Brown has done for me. Brown has screwed me over a couple times. <laughs> so yes. Give me Princeton.
0: Um also Fordham is off to a pretty good start in the A ten. They're at St. Louis. Is this where it all comes crashing down? You
1: would have to assume. St. Louis isn't great this year. They're not as good as last year. I mean, their best
0: player got injured
1: right before the season started. Yeah, and last Last year year they they had just a COVID mess. They were one of the teams hit hit with with COVID the hardest. But still, they're much more talented than Fordham here. So, yeah, give me St. Louis. Um,
0: yeah, Travis Ford doing a pretty good job considering. And and I wonder, right now, gun to your head, who who would you put in the tournament from the A10? Who's going to win the A10?
1: You think they get get two teams in? If if St. If St. Bonaventure can get their freaking act together, or if Richmond can get their act together, yeah. Overall, like we came into this year thinking the A10 was gonna be really strong, and some of those schools I just mentioned have not been as good as advertised.
0: But at the same time, you look at Fordham's better than I thought they would. Even St. Louis is better than I thought they would be. Even George Mason is better than I thought they would be. Right, um, maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know, but uh, I don't know. Maybe they. I think they're going to get two, two in the end. I hope tournament. so,
1: but they have some work to be done because right now I would say it's a it's a one team league. Whoever wins it, uh, well, unless VCU doesn't win it, because I think VCU is probably in that large team right now. What about Davidson though, Davidson won at Bama. Yeah, yeah, you can make an argument for Davidson too. I mean, I, they're they're always forgotten. I don't know why. <laughs>
0: Uh, SoCon continues. SoCon Saturday, I should call it, because uh, Furman is at Chattanooga. That is an awesome game. That is, I think, the two best teams in the SoCon. Gun to my head, if I had to do my two top teams, I think that those would be the teams. I I would probably put Chattanooga at the one, Furman at the two. Currently, Furman's in first place. Chattanooga's in second. Um, so that stands up to what I'm saying. And also, East Tennessee State is at Samford, which. Is right behind those two. SoCon Saturday is going on this Saturday, Nick. And he leans on.
1: So oh, I think yeah. You mentioned that Chet news, uh leading scorer Malachi Smith was out last game, which is why the, the you know a good reason why of why they might have lost. Uh, dude, that name is. Where did he transfer from? He he is from. He transferred from somewhere, right? Let I me, remember. Let me yeah. pull it up here. You talk, buddy.
0: Um. Well, look. Regardless, SoCon. Uh, Socon Saturday's got me got me uh really he from is he from Wright State? He was at
1: Wright State, I think, dude. Oh, uh, I know. Apparently, he is. Um, well, at least he wasn't a transfer this year. Maybe he was a transfer last year, but he was he was with the program last year. Last year, he averaged sixteen point eight points per game. He's jumped it up to over twenty this year. The guy's a baller. Um, you know who Chattanooga has? They have Silvio De Souza from Kansas. Yeah, from Kansas. So Chattanooga's legit here. Especially with them losing to Western Carolina last night, I think I might like the bounce back. But but Furman is always tough, man.
0: Yeah, they keep a good program. And then, like I said, East Tennessee State at Samford; those are two good teams as well. Sign up for SoCon Saturday. Shout out to my guy, John. Florida State is at Syracuse. This is a desperation game for both teams. Well, actually, Florida State's won two in a row. They both won one in a row at least. No, no. Florida State (laughs) beat Louisville and then. Beat Miami, so I think Florida State's gonna be
1: okay. I think and Syracuse beat Pitt, so at least they have you but, know but that's they're not on a one-game win. win streak.
0: <laughs> but uh I think Syracuse needs it more. So, yeah, I mean and, and this is know, the second time they played each other. Syracuse won in Tallahassee.
1: Mmm. I don't know. You think Syracuse can can sweep the Seminoles? I might go Florida State here, a little revenge angle. I think I agree with you. Give me the Seminoles. Yeah. What do you think that line will be? she's <laughs> not big on either way. It's not going to be. I mean, look, you know, Florida State is nine and five overall, three and two in conference. Syracuse eight and eight overall, two and three in conference. Syracuse has the the you know the win already, so I would assume they're going to be paired by a couple points at home. Yeah, I mean, it is it is Carrier Dome, right? So yeah. Syracuse minus three. Yeah.
0: I'm going to take Florida State then. I think so. I agree. Um, Stephen F. Austin is at Sam Houston State. That's a fun whack game. How about Texas A&M at Missouri? Nick, uh, I know I wouldn't normally key in on this game, but the Aggies are rolling. Buzz Williams is. I know the strength of schedule is dog shit, right? But at least uh, they're winning these games. Arkansas' straight. of schedule is dog shit, but that was SEC play started. They started losing all these games. If they beat Missouri, they'll be fifteen and two. <laughs>
1: and they should, uh, Missouri dude, what the hell, you know, they, they, <laughs> they, they beat, beat Bama. Alabama by <laughs> six. You're like, all right, Kwanzo, <laughs> all right, may, maybe you're turning a corner here. And then they travel down to fable Arkansas and they lose by 44, 44 <laughs> points, <laughs> 44 points. Yeah. That was so there's no way in hell you can trust anything that Missouri does. I don't know how they got up for that Bama game. Uh, I don't been Bama was just sleepwalking through that. I don't know, but I think you have to go go Aggies.
0: Dude, if AM's at 15 and 2, you gotta think they're gonna find their way into the NCAA tournament, right?
1: Probably. I mean, let's 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 take a look. I I would imagine the schedule, you know, especially the in-conference schedule, is about to get a whole lot tougher. They haven't played Bama yet. They haven't played LSU yet. They're the best two teams in the SEC West. Well. College basketball doesn't matter, but uh, so all right. Let's look here. At Missouri, and they got and Kentucky. Two. At Arkansas, at LSU, they got at Tennessee coming up. At Auburn coming up, it's Oof. gonna it's, it's gonna get tough here. If they can take care of the
0: home court, I think they they'll be dancing. They'll be dancing. Um, at this
1: point, you would you would assume they're gonna win twenty games, right? Yeah, you, you yeah. would assume they can get another six wins you can't not take a 20 win team in the sec. So yeah, I think buzz has his boys back in the uh, tourney wild, wild. Um, all right, folks. I want to tell you that the college basketball
0: experience is brought to you by better fantasy. Yes. Uh, better fantasy is a free to play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. You can download the app today over at better SGPN. That's better fantasy B E T T O R fantasy.com slash S G P N. We're also brought to you by so bet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at sobetio S G P N that's so S G P N. All right. North Texas are our, our boys mean green. They are at Western Kentucky. Um, I know you mentioned UAB when we, when we evaluate the C-U-S-S-A, I think UAB, North Texas, Western Kentucky are probably the top three teams. I know you got the airport, Florida, international, Florida, Atlantic's not bad. The rice owls, I actually think are decent as well. And same with Louisiana tech
1: Um, that last you mentioned Louisiana tech man. Yeah, they are flying under the radar. They're a very good team. Yeah. North Texas though. I mean the last year they
0: beat Purdue in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Can they go into Bowling green, Kentucky and steal a win?
1: I feel like Western Kentucky has been very good at home. They always are. Uh, I feel like. I, I mean, they just knocked off FIU by, what, 13 earlier in the week, beat Louisville before Christmas. I think Western Kentucky gets its win. I agree. I agree. But it should be close and it should be a fun game.
0: Uh, Memphis at East Carolina. There's no need for us to. Uh- <laughs> We're taking ECU on the money line, right?
1: No, I think Memphis bounced back from their loss to UCF, and they take care of your pirates, buddy. Is that lock potential? Uh, no, I don't think so because I think they're probably laying like eight to ten points. I think Greenville can be a tricky enough. I think ECU can be, you know, plucky enough of an underdog to keep it close here. And and can you really trust Memphis? You don't know what Memphis squad is going to show up, but on talent alone they should at least get the w
0: um i disagree cuz east carolina's got the heart of lions tigers and bears florida atlantic is at uab now i i know we we really shouldn't f- i don't know if you looked fau is first in the conference usa east right now uh so this is a big game heading to uh, uab to take on the blazers wonder what this line will be probably d- probably double digits because uab is the uh, the better team straight the schedule well, wise too.
1: UAB just took care of FIU at home today by twenty-eight. Damn, I, I took the I'm airport. If I'm doing my math correctly, um, I know I you know they were laying like uh 17? 15 or yeah. sixteen. Yeah. I, I thought FIU, I thought the airport might be able to cover that. Not the case. Uh UAB's UAB's good this year, man. Well, I was on Rice upsetting UAB, which happened uh, about a week or two ago. Um, UAB is much like Western Kentucky they're really good at home on the road a little iffy
0: yeah yeah um Louisville at Pitt I mean desperation game is Chris Mack gonna uh, get fired
1: I don't think it's got bet to that yet do you uh, so they, they they were on the bubble last year missed out on the NCAAs currently sitting at 10 and six four and two in the ACC I mean that's not that, you know come on give him the year see what he does here well if he loses this. That's I think they're probably going to win. I, I told you, I, I'm not betting on Pitt anymore. <laughs> after, after they after they blew that Syracuse game, and the game before that, they they won, but they didn't cover against BC. I'm done with Pitt, so uh, I'm on Louisville here. All right, Cal at Washington State. I'm going to take Pitt plus the
0: points. By the way, against Louisville, Cal at Washington State. It's not going to be that many points. Six. Four or five, six.
1: Yeah. That makes it interesting because, because Pitt doesn't lose close.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Cal at Washington state. I, I, that, this is an interesting matchup because both teams Cal's ahead of schedule. Washington state's not as good as I thought they would be this year.
1: Yeah, but Pullman's a tough place to play. And I think I what you know, Cal just lost, they've lost three in a row now. Granted that was, you know, two home games against USC and UCLA, but they also lost on the road to Washington by nine. So they're doing that Washington trip right now. I'm gonna lean Wazzu, I think. Um, depends what that Cal, n- number is. Cal is Cal is top ten ATS in the country. If you read if you read my column, there I think you go. they were number ten as of Monday. So they have been covering get, better than expected. Get that SGPN
0: app and follow NC Nick on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. All right, uh, it really interested on in what you're gonna do here. Oklahoma at TCU. TCU is going to make the tournament this year, Nick.
1: I swear, Jamie Dixon is doing some things down in Fort Worth. I huh? eleven and two. I mean, just one and one in the conference. You know, conference well, one play of those games was
0: Baylor, though, when they were up at halftime. I mean, they the beat Texas of the game. And, and they beat Texas A and M, who's sitting over there looking like uh, the best thing that's
1: happened uh, since uh, sliced bread. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I, I I still think Oklahoma is the better team it's, it's going to be a grinder. This is going to be a physical game. Probably not going to be a ton of points. I I doubt if any team reaches 70, Uh, I would probably lean Oklahoma though.
0: Yeah. I'm going to take TCU. All right. Give me Good. the horn frogs. There we go. Let's get some contrast here. Rhode Island, UMass, that should be fine for Rhode Island. Uh, I can tell you this. I don't know what the line is, but I'm going to lock up Ohio minus the points against central Michigan.
1: <laughs> They're all out of faith for you, right? Yes. And I might pay attention to you this time.
0: Yes, Ohio will get it done. Another one to to, to consider. That's been a, a, a darling of mine. Is Incarnate Word is at Texas A and M Corpus Christi. Vegas has not caught up to this Cor- Corpus Christi team. I'm just saying, don't be surprised if that's a lot come Saturday. Wake Forest is at Virginia. Nick, this is a huge game. Huge game in the interesting ACC. game too. Yeah, two contrasting styles really. Um, UVA got the win against Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech starting off 0 and 4 in the ACC, but now UVA is hosting Wake Forest. Big opportunity for Tony Bennett to get a gigantic win in the conference. Wake Forest coming off a loss against Duke. I'm going to take UVA
1: to get it done. I think I agree with you. I, I trust Tony Bennett's style more. Uh, I think Wake might be a little shook from that Duke game. I mean, they, they 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 were in it in the first half. You know, they were leading part of that first half. But the second half, Duke just put the foot on the gas, and I wonder if that's going to shake in their confidence a little bit, maybe. Um, Especially going into Charlottesville, such a tough defense there. It's going to be a grinded out game. I don't know if Wake's ready for a grinded out game. Give me UVA.
0: Yeah, awesome game in the Ohio Valley. This is an awesome matchup, dude. Murray State is at Belmont. Sign me up. These are two teams. Murray State beat Memphis at Memphis. Um, I mean Belmonts. I think scored some pretty good wins earlier in the year as well. I mean Memphis, or I'm sorry, uh, Belmont beat Iona. They beat Drake. Um, They uh, who else? I feel like they beat they beat a couple of really good teams. This is a great basketball game. Sign me up. This and and this is one that the national media will probably miss out on. But this will be an awesome game. Murray State at Belmont. I have no idea who I'm going here. It depends what this line is. If it's like yeah, five, I, mean, I think I go Murray State. If it's less than that, I think I'm going Belmont.
1: Well, I could, considering it's Tony ESPN Plus, that should tell you enough. I mean, no, the national media is not going to be over this game. I think Belmont at home. I think they're better than Murray State. Um, I could take Murray State up to like minus seven or eight. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, I'm sorry.
0: Bel- I'm, sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was taking okay. Belmont
1: up to minus seven or okay. eight. Okay. Okay.
0: Uh, Oklahoma State is at. I am going to probably take Murray State. Anything, uh, anything after five. Uh, Oklahoma State is at Baylor. Oklahoma State's strange team. They get blown out at West Virginia. They get blown out tonight against uh, Texas Tech. But three games ago, they beat Texas. You figure it out. Uh, Baylor's coming off that loss. I look for the the Bears to to, to bounce back. They're probably going to. probably be an eight or nine point favorite. I think Baylor's going to get it done.
1: What do you think? Yeah, the pro- only problem is that I think they might be a double digit favorite. I think they could be a 12 point favorite or so. Interesting. And in that that I case, take, at okay, that stay. point, it starts getting a little interesting, but I, I think I like Baylor at home to bounce back.
0: Um, I agree there. Toledo at Bowling green. Nice one in the Mac. Have you been following this rockets team?
1: Oh, you know, I, you know, I have my eyes on, on all 358 teams across country. So rockets are not playing ball specifically, but tell me,
0: Rockets are playing ball, man. I feel like they're, they're flying under the radar a little bit. Nice win at Miami, Ohio by three. They're seven and three in their last 10. They're at Bowling Green. Now Bowling Green's a team in the preseason that a lot of teams had or a lot of publications had as a contender for the Mac. They were terrible in November, but they've kind of woken up a little bit. Um, it'd be interesting to see what this line is, but uh, give me, give me uh well, it depends what the line is. I can't, I can't commit. I think Toledo's is going to get the win though. Um, Louisiana at Texas state, decent one on the sunbelt, Nevada at air force. Don't look now, but uh, air force is actually solid. Um, what else do we got here? A couple, a uh, couple of, how about Boise state traveling to the pit, to take on New Mexico, any chance, uh, Boise, uh, and that's another thing. Mountain West right now. If the tournament started tomorrow, Nick, Colorado state and San Diego state in.
1: Yeah. No to Utah state. Uh, probably not.
0: No, probably no to Boise. And, and then that's pretty much, I feel like, I mean the mountain West I feel like is up.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I hope they get at least two bids and we'll have to see how the rest of the season shakes out. But Boise is definitely in contention to be a bubble squad. And that's why this, you know, these road games are so important. They just beat Nevada on the road. I think they can win this one too. Yeah.
0: Vandy at Georgia—that's a pretty—that's a snooze fest in the SEC. Um, Abilene Christian at New Mexico State—nice game in the WAC. Florida International and Middle Tennessee—that's a nice game in the CUSA. Colorado- Middle Tennessee,
1: top ten ATS team in the country. A lot of publications, including one of the people we like the most, Three Man Weave. You know, check them out. They're, those guys do great work. They had Middle Tennessee State. I'm not throwing shade on them, because most people had them. You know, ranked far down. They had them last. In conference USA. Tennessee State. Pretty good program, man. They're at they're covering and they're winning. Hey, shout out to
0: the Blue Raiders, Hicks for Heisman. Colorado State at San Jose State. That's one where can Colorado State avoid a road scare? I know San Jose State 10 miles year one. They're better. Yeah. They're better. Alabama at Mississippi State. That's a huge game. Cause let's talk about Alabama. Is there is there I don't know that I've ever seen a team that could make the final four that also loses to Davidson and Iona.
1: Like they could, yeah, they could seriously go to the final four or lose in the first round, uh, high variance. And that's what makes them interesting. And um, especially on the road, but it, it's not just on the road because they have home losses uh, you know, against some of those teams you mentioned too. They've dropped two in a row. You know, they lost the, that Missouri game. I mean, there you go. That, that sums it up. Missouri has been awful this year. They lost Missouri. Um, I had to think they bounce back here against huge
0: opportunity for Ben Hallen. They need a win like this.
1: Yeah, they do. Um, And look, Mississippi state, I mean, you know, they've played some decent out of conference teams. They beat Winthrop at home by 21 took care of Furman at home. Very close game. Just beat Georgia beat Arkansas at home. Mississippi state's a better team at home. Definitely. So this game could be interesting, but I gotta say the tide pulls us out, right? I think so.
0: I think so. Okay. Uh, I think I might lock this one up. I think I'm going
1: to lock up Virginia tech it's, it's great. We're about to lock up stuff without having a spread.
0: I know, but I'm just <laughs> telling you, I, I think there's not going to be value uh, like Virginia yeah. tech in Blacksburg against Notre Dame. Last time Notre Dame hit mm. the road, they needed every second they could get to get overtime winning against Georgia tech. I think this is the one yeah. the Hokies get their first ACC win.
1: Yeah, we 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 mentioned on the um, what Tuesday night pod that VT was 0 and 3 in the ACC that they dropped that close one to UVA so they're 0 and 4. I totally agree and you're right. It probably will be a small spread because if you look at just last, last five games, you think Notre Dame's trending up, you think Virginia Tech is trending down. The Hokies are still a good basketball team here and you're right. I I think they do win this at home and they're probably going to be a dog so I might have to lock it up with you, even though there's no spread yet.
0: Let's do it, no spread, Dundee, coming at you. Um, Stanford's at Washington. Can we? Can we? Uh, or by the way, how about Notre Dame beating Clemson? That that, that was a impressive performance. They're really good in South Bend. Um, we were on Notre Dame, but we didn't think it'd be a blowout. Yeah, they blew them out. Um, Stanford is at Washington. Stanford Cardinals. I was reading uh, one of the college basketball analysts today saying, watch out for the Cardinal. They might find themselves in the NCAA tournament. What do you, they're on the road in Seattle. They got to take care of biz. That's been the problem with some of these PAC 12 schools over the past few years is they have a nice, impressive win against a top 10 team. And then they end up losing to a bad team. So right. Right. Can they, can they make it work in Seattle against, against the
1: Huskies? I guess I don't fully trust Stanford yet. you know, yeah. Nice win over Washington state today. So they're also on that Washington, you know, trip. Um, They took care of the Cougars. Why not take care of the Huskies too? I like it. You know, really they hadn't played an away game since back on the Colorado on, on November 28th. So I had questions about them covering against Wazoo today. Sure enough, they not only did they covered as like a six or seven point dog, they won straight up. So, and you know what they were? 0 three on the road before that game. Yeah. So maybe that gives them some custom confidence on the road. Why not, you know, go, go, you know, West and uh, take care of both Washington schools in one fail swoop.
0: Um, uh, I, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I, I'm interested to see what your thoughts are here. The Southern Jaguars. I don't have a line on this, but they're playing Grambling state. They're actually pretty good. I'm, I'm probably gonna lock up. They've been a darling of mine in the
1: SWAC Southern. I, I know you. see, I think you jumped on a couple games with me, right? And they were also in my column about top ten ATS teams in the country. Southern has been hot. I think seven ATS wins in a row. So I'm all over Southern as long as the you know. I don't know if you know, this is a, the, the SWAC is one of the worst conferences in all college basketball. So. But that also that that means there's value because Vegas isn't paying that close attention. Okay, they got a
0: forward named Tyrone Lyons who's pretty good, right? Pretty good. Um,
1: So as as long as they're not laying like twelve or fifteen points or something, yeah, I I think I think they're an easy play. Yeah, BC at at Clemson. Clemson bounces back, right? I think so. Loyola Chicago at
0: Indiana State. Loyola's had some some real nail biters lately.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The overtime game against Valpo at at, what two overtime games in a row before that it was Bradley. What do you, what do you, you got to lean there or, you know, I think considering that they're 12 and two, I think they could probably be laying about 10 points. So I think the sycamores is a live dog here to at least cover. I mean, they beat Bradley uh, on January the 2nd and then they took at Northern Iowa never an easy place, you know, to uh, play. They 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 lost, but it, they took those guys to overtime. So I think Indiana State might be able to keep it close here.
0: Larry Joe Bird, yes. Um, Liberty at Florida Gulf Coast, a nice matchup in the a sun. I don't know what the fuck happened to Florida Gulf Coast tonight. Um, UCF hits the road to South Florida. They gotta avoid some of these spots because UCF's been weird. They beat Michigan, they beat Memphis, but then they'll lose to. Tulsa or something. You know what I mean? Come on, Johnny Dawkins, get your
1: boys bringing that energy day in, day out.
0: Pacific at St. Mary's Houston at Tulsa. Any chance uh, Frank Haith pulls the upset there in Tulsa. I haven't been all that impressed by Tulsa this year. No, I don't think so. Uh, Northern Iowa, Southern Illinois, nice little Missouri Valley fund, Georgia tech at North Carolina. Is this one where we should consider locking up the tar heels at home against Georgia tech?
1: Georgia Tech's got a good enough of a defense to to potentially keep this game close. Uh, you know, even against Duke here, they lost by twelve, but that was a close game. I mean, you know, Notre Dame they lost by four in overtime. Louisville they lost by three. They might be one and four in the ACC, but it seems like every game is close. No, you wouldn't gonna be laying like eight or ten, at least, right? I think like seven or eight, right? Maybe nine. If it's double digits, I might lean Yellow Jackets.
0: Mm, mm. I probably
1: lean Tar Heel. Well, yeah. If it's I mean, ten, like, I
0: go Georgia Tech. If it's eight, I think I go North Carolina.
1: UNC coming off that win over UVA, where they won by sixteen at home. Uh, I mean, that was, you know, obviously a very nice win there. But other than that, it's not like UNC's been, you know, great.
0: Yeah. Uh, Utah at Arizona. I expect Arizona to probably roll there. Um, Auburn at Ole Miss, Kermit Davis, take it on Auburn. That looks like Auburn might be one of the best teams in the country. Tarleton state at grand Canyon. Keep an eye out on Tarleton. There's been my boys, Billy Gillespie doing, doing a good, good job down there in in Texas with Tarleton, Wyoming at Utah state, low key, good game in the mountain West, Colorado at Arizona state. You got to lean there, Nick. That's a nice matchup.
1: Arizona State's decent at home. They haven't had, I mean, it's been a kind of a weird season for them. I, I think I would go sun devils at home.
0: Okay. Uh, I think I agree with you. Uh, Oregon state at UCLA. We'll see how Oregon state does with USC later tonight. B-Y- it, yeah.
1: It's Oregon state turning things on a yes. little
0: bit. Yeah. Dude. They should have went to overtime against Oregon. Jared Lucas set up a great pass and the guy missed a layup. He thought he he had less time than he really did.
1: Yeah. Um, and they, and b- before that they knocked off Nichols and Utah at home. No big deal, but Utah's solid. They are playing so, better though. They are playing yeah, and better. They, and they were getting what 15 tonight against UCLA. I, locked I, up. I, I took I locked the beavers up the to beavers. cover.
0: Yeah. Um, BYU at San Francisco Saturday night. Awesome game.
1: Awesome. game. Yeah. B- BYU. I mean, they're obviously they're playing Gonzaga tonight. So you kind of want to see what happens on that game first, but that is an, another great game in the uh, West coast conference. And then
0: Oregon at USC, can the ducks get it going? Well, the, tonight. They play UCLA in Westwood. Um, and then they get UCLA on, or I'm sorry, USC on Saturday. All right, folks, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by the S G P N app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, man, we're running late Sunday show. I'm sorry. Sunday's games. Um Butler at Nova. Any chance the Bulldogs could pull off the upset in Philly?
1: No, nah, I don't think so, man. I don't think Butler has the talent this year to go on the road and, and knock off a team like them.
0: Penn State at Ohio State. Look, Penn State's a team that I think has been playing better and better. Shrewsbury's winning me over as a coach in year one. What what do you think this line will be?
1: Ohio State minus eight. I'm gonna ride with Penn State. Minus points. ten? Yeah. I think it'd be a close game here. I think I agree with you.
0: You got a nice one in the Patriot league Navy and Boston Uh, coming into today before Boston lost to army. I thought those were the top two teams. Perhaps I know Colgate's in there too. Um, Cincinnati at Wichita state, AAC is wide open right now.
1: I've liked what I saw from Cincinnati of late, even in the losing effort at Memphis, which is a, you know, a tough road game. They bounced back nicely. Uh, didn't cover against ECU, but won you know pretty easily. So you um, know then then Wichita, they had a couple of players out the last game. You got to worry about their health. They've lost four out of the last five. Probably yeah. lean Bearcats here. Yeah. Um. Man, it's gonna be interesting. That place will be
0: rocking for that one. Um. I, Iowa at uh, Minnesota. That's that's a big big game in the Big Ten at the Barn. Keegan Murray against Ben Johnson's squad. I wonder what that line will be. You got Niagara. Greg Paulus taking on Rick Patino at Iona on Sunday. <laughs> Paulus versus Patino. <laughs> yes. Um Monmouth at Marist. You also have La Tech doing doing at, at Southern Miss. Georgetown at St. John's. Any any St. Johns needs to get it together. They they lose in double overtime to Yukon. They need wins. This is a huge spot for them. They can't afford a loss to Georgetown.
1: No, definitely. I mean, you have to beat up on the bottom of your league if you're kind of like that that you know middle team. I think right now Saint John's appears to be like kind of middle of the Big East. Yeah. When when you're in the middle of a conference, that means you're probably going to be somewhere near near the bubble. So you need to take advantage of home opportunities against the bad teams. Uh, and and you know and and also you want to avoid those like tier three losses or whatever Georgetown is. I don't know what tier they are, but they're not on a top tier. So yeah, if they lose, that could be uh, problematic.
0: I agree. And then in the Missouri Valley, uh, Sunday night, Bradley, Illinois State. That's a nice little rivalry. Um, and that's a, that's our weekend. That's our weekend. What game are you most excited for? No, oh.
1: Duke Duke. Over State? the course of the whole weekend, I, uh, well, I mean Duke and State. I mean obviously. But uh, if I had a, you know, if, if I wasn't a homer and I had to pick one other game, I mean, there's so many good games in the Big East. But, you know, how about a little Tennessee, Kentucky?
0: Mm, I like it. Little, little, uh, should be a bat- fun one. Battle of the Bourbons. Or I know can Jack Daniels is a whiskey, but you got the bourbon state against uh, Jack Daniels.
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: There you go just, just another reason to get drunk. All right. Uh, All right, folks. Well, look, this is the college basketball experience. Subscribe. Also remember to subscribe to the college football experience. We do also have the USFL gambling podcast coming soon. And also check out sports gambling podcast. They just had Chris long on the show, son of Howie long and super bowl champ. Um, So go check out that episode and uh, yeah, subscribe. Tell a friend. Go get that SGPN app. It's free. You get access to all of our picks and podcasts. I'm on Twitter at uh, the Colby D. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K the college basketball experiences on Twitter at TCE on SGPN and the sports gambling podcast network is on Twitter at the SGP network. Also check out the Slack channel for sports gambling podcast. We're always talking college basketball or college football there. So do that. All right, folks, this is the college basketball experience weekend preview show. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.